This message is sponsored by Life Touch Massage. For your next massage service, call us at 205-718-5144 or visit the web at www.lifetouchal.com. Remember, relief is only a touch away. God, give me the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. So for those of you who are not aware with what I just um, quoted, that is the first part of the serenity prayer. Um, And I find myself these days really repeating that prayer to myself over and over again because I am constantly um, trying to get to the point where I am learning to accept things which are out of my control or things which I cannot change. Um, Excuse me, guys. I'm fiddling with my microphone. And so um, today I am wanting to talk about getting to the point where you can learn to accept change. Um, I think Lamar and I have talked extensively about me being a type A personality or a type A person. And um, I don't think a lot of people recognize, a lot of people who are not type A, I don't think they recognize how people who are type A have a really hard time just going with the flow. We are people who have to have structure and who have to have a plan. Um, And for those of you who don't really know what it means to be type A, um, type A people are people who tend to be very competitive, very high energy, very ambitious, um, can be impatient. We're highly aware of time. I think time, urgency, and impatience um, is like one of the main characteristics that a lot of people notice with type A people. Um, Sometimes we interrupt others when they're speaking. We tend to walk quickly um, and we fill every moment with a task, trying to be very task oriented. And I often wonder, is being a type A person something that I was born with? Like, is that just something that came to me innate or Is that something I just like a personality I developed over time due to like life experiences? I think it's a little bit of both because I do think I've always been high energy, always been um, very competitive or very ambitious. But I think there are other life experiences that have contributed to me um, being this person because of those characteristics that I was born with. So why am I talking about this today? Um, I am a wingman short. I will say that. Let me point that out. Today is just me. No Lamar. uh, Because sometimes life throws you lemons and and you make lemonade. Our schedules just not have not been uh, lining up the last two or three weeks. We've kind of talked about on the podcast in previous weeks that we've been trying our best to get our house together to get put on the mark to get it put on the market and we're getting closer to that goal. I have like maybe two or three um, things on my checklist to to get done. And then we are officially over with 
the preparation phase, thank the Lord. Um, however, um, one of the things that I think is a huge stressor for me is the fact that, you know, whenever I commit to something, it becomes a priority to me and to not be able to do that according to however I think it should be done or however I have planned it out in my mind could be very stressful for me. And so today why I was um, wing, uh, winging it solo or swinging it solo, I decided that I would talk about one of the things that is the hardest thing for me. So let's get into today's topic. We're two self-care experts, a massage therapist, and a licensed professional counselor, husband and wife and parents of three, business owners and working professionals, who have intimate experience with stress both professionally and personally. Our podcast aims to teach the everyday professional how to live through the stresses in life while learning to be their best in life. I'm your host, Tiffany Story, and this is Living the Stress Life. My co-host, Lamar Story, is handling business today, so it's just me. But today, we are talking about learning to accept things that we can't change or control. For someone who has a personality such as myself, a type A personality, um, Planning is our way of maintaining control and feeling stable and feeling safe. But the reality is there are some situations that we have no control over and we have to get to a place where we can accept things to decrease stress in our own life. So what does it even look like to accept something, right? I think when you come to a place of acceptance, um, you're in a place where you're not experiencing as much worry or stress you have a more positive attitude or outlook. Um, your your energy is not being drained from trying to figure out what the next move is or or how to how to make something happen. Um, it also, I think, increases your ability to be able to accept or embrace or not accept because we're talking about acceptance, but. It also increases your ability to embrace something different and something new and to embrace change, which ultimately, I believe, leads to you just being more appreciative or having an attitude of gratitude and even being more compassionate to other people's perspective or other people's um, experiences. But that's not easy because many of us don't really focus on what are we able to control? What are we able to change? And what are we not in control of? Like, you cannot control whether the sun shines or whether it rains. And as much as you can be bent out of shape because you have an outdoor event planned and it is raining like cats and dogs, you know that you can't change it, right? But for many of us, many of us who have personalities such as myself, who the rain during my planned sunny outside event um, will bend me out of shape because it doesn't go with my plan. You know, I had this planned out, right? Now, for some of us, we have a plan A and then we have a plan B. Um, 
but it it creates a, a lot of stress when we encounter something that we have no control over. And when I say we, I mean us type A people, right? But you know you can't change it. And even though you can't change that situation, you can change how you allow that situation to impact you, right? But there are other situations that I think many of us encounter that we recognize or we're aware that we can't change it, but we keep attempting to change it. And it creates more stress and more frustration. And sometimes it impacts our relationships and impacts our jobs and impacts our finances. Let me see if I can think of a situation. Um, being denied for something such as a, a loan, right? You can't necessarily control if you've been denied for a loan, right? Not at that particular moment. But there are things you can do that could possibly lead to a better outcome the next time, right? But a lot of times when we've been denied something, we just keep trying to figure out a way to undo what's been done. And there are often times where there is no chance for us to change whatever the outcome is. Or mm, a car accident. A car accident. You could be driving down the street and someone hits your car. And. No, that's not a good one. No. Because that's not something we think that we can change. Um, oh, I got a great one. Someone breaking up with you. And saying that. They don't think that that the relationship they have with you is a, the right relationship for them. I think women, especially, we're guilty of trying to mold ourselves to be something for a man um, because a lot of times we just want to be loved and accepted, right? And the reality is if a man says that he doesn't want to be with you because he doesn't think the relationship is right for him or there's some things... That just not working for him. We cannot change that. We cannot change the way he feels. And a lot of times. We as women especially. Will make all of these adjustments to ourselves In an effort to change. The decision that has been made. When in reality we have no control. And we give ourselves the false illusion. That. Um, or this illusion or false hope that we do have control over the situation. And so for me, I'm just at a place in my life at 37 years old where I've decided that I no longer want to allow myself to be worried or stressed about things that I absolutely have no control over. And so today I want to talk about how you can get to a place where you actually can Accept things that you can't change and can't control over, uh, have any control over. For one, the past. You can't, you can let go of the past, right? But you can't change it. You can choose to move forward. And sometimes when we have painful experiences like um, a, a broken heart or a divorce or someone's cheated on us or we got fired from a job. Or even something more serious like um, 
a, a, a domestic violence situation or a rape, uh, a lot of times carrying the hurt and the scars of that experience around keeps us in a place where we can't move forward because just going over it round and round in your head does not change the situation. But once you get to a place where you can move beyond that, you start to notice that you feel lighter. You feel less drained. You feel less stressed. You feel less worried. Because carrying around the past, something that you cannot change is a burden. You know, it's where that song, Bag Lady, come from. Bag Lady, you gonna hurt your bag. Can all those bags like that? So don't be a bad lady. That's just my little, you know, <clears throat> throwing in my little tune or whatever. But don't be a bag lady or a bag man. I don't have nothing to say about the bag man. I don't have anything clever to say. Learning to cope. Some of us need to pick up some coping skills. I know when my children were younger and they were so close together, they just moved a lot. They just made a lot of noise. And as much as I would want to subdue them, you know, no amount of popping, spanking, putting in corners, sit down, be quiet. None of that really worked to change what they were doing. They were doing what children do. Children run around. Children make noise. Children get into things, right? So I had to come to a place where I knew how to decompress in those moments where I felt like all these little feet and all these little bodies moving around me um, was not going to make me ram my body into a wall or ram my head into a wall. I had to I had to learn how to cope with that. One of the things that I, I started doing when I would get really frustrated with my kids is remind myself that love was patient, love is kind. Sometimes I would take a few minutes going to the bathroom and just, just say that to myself repeatedly over and over again. Love is patient, love is kind, love is patient, love is kind. And... As I'm saying those words to myself, I used to have to really focus on what does it mean to be patient? What does it mean to be kind? What does that look like? If this is truly love, how do I um, demonstrate or exhibit or exude this thing that I'm saying to myself? And I think at some point I, I did much better, but I am also type A. And so being type A is really wrestling with the fact this is something you cannot control. These are children. You cannot muzzle them. You cannot subdue them. All you can do is figure out how to embrace what is what is happening to you and move forward. And it's so important to have coping, healthy coping skills because some of us develop um, not so healthy coping skills like drinking or smoking, or having sex, or shopping, or eating, or spewing out negativity. I saw, I know so many negative, grouchy women and men that they're unhappy and the way they try to make themselves feel better is really just talking about other people or pointing out other people's flaws. And really, that's not a healthy coping skill. Misery loves company, but when it comes to me, you got to find somebody else that's going to be miserable with you. Um, making things 
more meaningful. It's sometimes the worst thing that, well, sometimes the worst thing that ends up happening to us could really create the most growth for us. I think I had an experience years, years ago when my son was going into the first grade where um, some so the loss prevention people at a, a Kmart tried to accuse me of shoplifting. And I was tired. I was stressed. And it was just a situation that just got really big. Um, and I ended up having to go to court behind it. Uh, the police were called. And what was a huge or big deal for me is that the people who accused me of stealing for one never found anything. So they just kind of banned me from the store. Well, I well, let me give the details. They thought they saw me stuff something in my purse. But I had laid my daughter on a blanket. And because he thought he saw me stuff something in my purse, he started following me around the store. Well, I was picking up something. This is when layaway was a thing. I had put something in layaway because um, I was trying to find it at another store. And I really didn't want to get it from Kmart. But I end up getting it from Kmart. Well, it took so long for them to um, check out the person in front of me. I had been in line for like 40 minutes. And by the time they brought what I came there for, I forgot to pay for the blanket, which my daughter really needed for nap time. Um, so I ended up walking out of the store with this blanket. Guy stops me, goes to the back. He opens up my purse thinking he's going to find something. He didn't find anything. And like I said, I was tired. I was stressed. My kids were cranky. I had been in like a school orientation all day. And um, I actually was the one who called the police because I was tired of them interrogating me. And I ended up having to go to court for this. But I thought it was the worst thing that could happen. I felt so offended. And when I went to court, when we finally did go before a judge, because they kept continuing the case, the people didn't even remember who I was. Um, they were saying details that were inaccurate. And it just was really, really crazy because here I am, this young, professional black mother who's really in there defending my integrity and you don't even remember who I am you know I, I was nobody to them but as frustrated as I got about that experience um as frustrated as I was about that experience it gave me a greater appreciation for the clients that I work with and it also Reminded me not to jump to conclusions about people and the charges that they get. Because while I was in that courtroom for four months, because I had to go three months uh, before I ever got a chance to go before a judge because they just kept continuing my case. I encountered a lot of people who you could tell they had just been taken advantage of. I had an attorney that I, I was paying but a lot of those people had court-appointed attorneys, people who didn't care about them. And really, some of the things that was happening to them was at, to no fault of their own. And so I thought it was the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. 
Um, and I was really angry and pissed off about it. But it also allowed me to have a greater appreciation for where I was in life. And it allowed me to be more compassionate to other people and have a more um, a, a, a gracious perspective about what God had blessed me with. So sometimes acceptance is really coming to a place where you recognize you can't change a situation, but you can choose to take something positive away from that situation by making it a meaningful experience. Accept, not accept, expect less. So it's important that we don't set standards that are too high for other people to uh, to achieve or to to meet i feel like i'm one of those people i sometimes um set an expectation that's too great for my husband to meet uh but the reality is i have high expectations of myself so why would it be different for someone who i'm married to and i think that often frustrates my husband um and i i do my best not to um and, and I really wrestle with why should I lower my standards? Why shouldn't you increase your standards or bring your bar up higher, right? And and I'm not talking about anything major or life altering, but it'd be just simple stuff. Like my husband has a honeydew list at home that is probably a mile high. If he says he's going to do something for me, at home, the reality is I may have to wait three and a half months for it to happen. Typically, if it's something that I really can do myself, a lot of times if I've asked him to do it or I've waited for him to do it, I'm just going to do it myself because I'm not going to wait if it's something I'm perfectly capable of doing. And that in itself will add to stress, add stress to me or Make me frustrated because my expectation was that you were going to do it because you care about me or because I'm important. But if I if you don't do it for me, that I don't feel like a priority. And that's not always his fault. The reality is that I should expect a little bit less in, in the area of task at home because the reality is he is very busy. He runs a business. And when you run a business and you're the only person doing everything, you don't always have time to take care of all these other responsibilities because you got to be able to support your household. And that is his primary source of income. So for us people, us type A people, we have to get to a place where we expect less in some situations and of some people. And it, and that doesn't mean lower your standards. It just means, are you being realistic? Make sure your expectations are realistic. Don't set the bar so high that you will find yourself always disappointed. That's it. That's it for me. I think if, if you do those things, not holding on to the past learning to 
um, implement some coping skills when you're in the heat or thick of things, uh, taking away something positive from difficult or bad situations and not setting the bar so high. I think you can get to a place where you can embrace change and embrace things that are out of your control. And, you know, when you're in those moments where you feel like you're going to pull your hair out, I say go to the serenity prayer. God, give me the grace to accept with serenity. What does it mean to be serene? It means to be at peace. It means to be grace, graceful and quiet and humble, right? God, give me the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed. Give me the courage to change the things which should be changed and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. And I didn't even touch on that. Some of us, we've spent a whole lot of time focusing on things we can't change and we're never bold enough to change the things that we can that we can like people who are in abusive relationships and i know there are so many levels to domestic violence or uh, abusive intimate relationships or friendships but the reality is that is something we can change, right? Being in a relationship with a person who does not respect us, who hurts us or causes us to feel less than, we can change that. But what we need is courage to do it because we're better and happier when we remove things from our life or people from our life who mean us no good. And so as you are focusing on Coming to a place where you accept the things that you can't change. Be bold to do to do something about the things that you have control over. All right, guys. That is my soapbox talk. Until next time, live your best life. Living through your stress life. Peace.